0: You're listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories around the ice. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NHL hosts are here to help break down everything on Locked On Now. So let's start with Tuesday's biggest game.
1: The biggest game.
0: The Detroit Red Wings won their third game in a row on Tuesday after losing four straight and gave the Edmonton Oilers just their second loss of the season in doing so. Vladislav Nemesnikov scored twice and Detroit got a win with what our Locked on Red Wings host calls a great team effort on Tuesday night.
2: The Detroit Red Wings beat the Edmonton Oilers 4-2 to at Little Caesars Arena tonight and handed the Oilers just their second loss on the season. The whole team played fantastic, starting from goaltending. Nedeljkovic made 30 saves on 32-shot attempts, while the Wings outshot them 38-32. to Nmesnikov had two really nice goals. That first goal, especially that deke in front, just phenomenal. And then he buried a nice rebound after that puck from behind, and that one-handed pass up to Mosider at the blue line. Sider himself had an empty night goal to seal the deal, and then the captain, Dylan Larkin, capitalizing on the Oilers' mistakes to give you your final of 4-2. to two. They were able to hold McDavid to just a one-goal game. Again, Oilers' second loss on the season, courtesy of your Detroit Red Wings. Scotty and I are going to break the whole thing down. Stay tuned to Locked on Red Wings.
0: The Las Vegas Golden Knights came out on top against the Seattle Kraken 4-2 in a matchup of the league's youngest franchises. And Locked on Kraken is here with the recap
3: self-inflicted wounds. That's what Kevin Weeks of ESPN called this 4-2 loss to the Las Vegas Golden Knights by the Seattle Kraken. My name is Erica Lindsay Ayala. I am your host of Locked on Kraken. And on today's show, earlier on Tuesday, we said Seattle needed to win the first and third period. Well, they scored first in the first. They scored first in the second but in the third period they let up two goals to Riley Smith we also saw Yanni Gord leave the game after a blocked shot went down to the tunnel we'll see if this is a long term injury but self inflicted wounds weeksy i got to agree with you seattle needs to tighten up they got to get more consistent and you know, Dave still said it wasn't an urgency issue, but I'm starting to wonder if maybe that is a little bit of the case. But let's talk about it more on Wednesday on Locked on Kraken.
0: Coming up next, we'll go around the league to get everything else you need to know from the NHL last night. You're listening to Locked On Now. Welcome back to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Now, let's go around the league for Tuesday in the NHL.
4: Let's go around the league.
0: The San Jose Sharks and Calgary Flames played to a 1-1 tie after the first two periods up in Canada last night, but then San Jose exploded for three goals in the final period to steal a win away from Calgary. Both Locked on Sharks and Flames tell us the story of the matchup.
1: The good vibe Sharks are back, baby. I'm JD Young of Locked on Sharks, and the Sharks uh, win 4-1 to one over the Calgary Flames, uh, the young sharks still dealing with COVID issues were uh, led by aiden hill stopping 37 of 38 shots um, this was the performance that the sharks expected when they traded a second round pick for hill this summer and despite being thoroughly outplayed in the second period the sharks came out in the third period and really took it to the flames to start the the, the third period and were rewarded with a goal by couture and then uh two empty netters to to seal the deal so uh, have a full breakdown of the Sharks win over the Flames on today's episode uh, where you can find us on Apple, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course, as always, find us on YouTube where you can subscribe.
4: What's up, everyone? I'm the host of Locked on Flames, Jess Bellmaster here, uh, reporting in on the Flames Point streak coming to an end after a 4-1 to loss. To the unsuspecting San Jose Sharks, Uh, they just did not have it tonight. I felt like the flames came out of the gate a little sloppy. The only goal belonged to Milan Lucic, who now has five goals on the season. And something that I noticed, and uh, he would be tied for most goals on the boston bruins where he used to play uh is is there a potential uh reunification there you know i think those rumors are always flying but what do i know uh (laughs) the flames just couldn't get it done tonight and it's just it's a shame the defense worked hard but just not hard enough uh nikita zadorov just will probably have some sort of supplementary discipline for his murder at center ice. Um, that was a little, uh, that was a little rough. Uh, and, but it was great to see Oliver Shillington back in the lineup tonight after he collided with the boards. Um, it just, it, it was like something out of movies. I just went boink. Um, Saturday night, Sunday night, but you know, the flames looked fine. Flames looked good. Uh, just, just got to brush this one off you guys. Just it's one loss. No dirt off their backs. Got to lose some at some point. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames every single day. I'm your host, Jess Beaumasto, and I'll see you next time.
0: The Boston Bruins scored three goals in one period, and that turned out to be enough to beat the Ottawa Senators last night. Our Locked on Bruins host said it was the most exciting game of the season for Boston, and he has all the takeaways from the win as well.
5: Well, it sure is nice to have some more traditional NHL rivalries back in play with the divisions being uh, realigned post-COVID as the Boston Bruins defeated the Ottawa Senators here on Tuesday night in possibly the most entertaining game of the season so far. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and our Bruins did indeed beat the Senators by a score of 3-2 to two here on Tuesday night. Uh, the Senators missing some players due to uh covid as well as associate coach jack Capuano, all credit to them for you know making it probably closer than it should have been uh the score was three two in the end matt murray who uh, came in with less than sparkling numbers uh, made some key saves to keep his team in the game uh, but it was patrice bergeron who got a bit of a lucky bounce off a broken stick uh, to him in front of the net he batted home the game winner past murray Uh, Derek Forbort added a very nice goal earlier in the evening, uh, probably the highlight of the night for the Boston Bruins. So, yeah, Bruins winners over the Ottawa Senators. Uh, You can find full game coverage of this and more on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins. I'm your host, Ian
0: The Canadians' rough start to the season continued on Tuesday, but this time in an overtime loss at home to the Kings. It's a hard way to lose, but our Locked On Canadians host says this was one of the better performances from a team which has now lost 11 of 14 to start
6: the year. The Canadians finally managed to get at least a point in a game. Hi everyone, my name is Laura Saba of Locked On Canadians, and the Canadians put together a better performance than we have seen for pretty much most of the season if you don't count the games against Detroit. Uh, Against the LA Kings, they were able to get the game to overtime with some strong performances, first by Jake Allen. And later on in the game, particularly in the third by the forwards, the forwards really, really were able to do a lot of things that we haven't seen by clicking the passes connecting Nick Suzuki's playing like the Nick Suzuki that we expected when he signed his contract. And honestly, You can't fault the Canadians for too much in this game. There was that goal that they allowed in the third period, six seconds in. That's not ideal, but you have to think that the Canadians at this point take whatever they can get and that game was really really strong on so many factors it's not an elite game or an elite performance by any means but it's encouraging when you think of the canadians and how they have played this entire season and for more on this Please follow Locked On Canadians wherever you get your podcasts with myself and my co-host Scott Matlow. We will, we will be breaking down the positives of this game. We'll be talking about Carey Price and some other goings on around the NHL. After not
0: losing in regulation once in their first 11 games of the season, the Florida Panthers took a pair of L's on back-to-back nights. Florida took its toughest beating of the year in a 7-3 loss in New Jersey, and Locked On Panthers explains why it fell apart.
7: A second straight night of sloppy play after starting the season. 10-1-1. Ten one is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers dropped the second end of a back-to-back by a final score of 7-3 against the New Jersey Devils. After dropping the first one against New York last night, they dropped this one really badly. Um, it was a back-and-forth affair early, uh, 3-3 in the middle of the second period, and then the New Jersey Devils just exploded for... Four straight goals, and they never looked back. Special teams was a problem again, as the New Jersey Devils were able to get two power play goals. They got an empty net goal as well. A lot of these uh, goals were just lack of rebound control by Spencer Knight. Some of them were uh, New Jersey Devils players being all alone on Spencer Knight as well. Another Some of them were deflected shots in as well. You had all types of goals in this one by the opposition. The good news about uh, this game is that Sam Bennett made his return to the lineup and he got a goal immediately starting uh, the game for the Cats. Uh looks like Sergey Bobrovsky will return on Thursday. Spencer Knight started both ends of a back-to-back and it was he looked like a young goaltender. That's what that's what it looked like for Spencer Knight and it looked like that the Florida Panthers looked like a team that was playing three games and four nights and Alexander Barkov got the record for most goals in Florida Panthers history, passing Ole Jokinen at 189 goals. So that's the positive to take away from this one. Other than that, other than that uh, another bad performance by the Florida Panthers as they now have to pack their bags and head to Pittsburgh. They don't know if they'll be facing uh, Sidney Crosby or not, who was not playing tonight due to COVID protocol. So to hear my recap of tonight's 7-3 loss against the New Jersey Devils, make sure to listen to the latest episode of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, your first listen of the day.
0: That's a wrap for us. Thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. For more on the National Hockey League and your team, make your second listen to Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now, Locked On, your team every day.